So you're thinking, what are some of the best things you can do to improve your, your crypto presence or maybe your online digital assets presence in the sense of value? Because a lot of times when you're looking at investing, you, you kind of lose uh, sight of the fees and some of the things that go along with the platforms that you tie into. So we thought, hey, let's dive into that today. And uh, we're going to do the, just that. My name is Paul Barron. This is TechPath. And today joining me from across the world is a YouTuber by the name of Full Value Dan. I ran across his channel and I fell in love with his analysis. And Dan, it's great to have you on the show, man. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks. Good to be here, Paul. Yeah. Let's get into a little bit about what you do on your channel, because that was what I found to be so intriguing and different than a lot of other crypto YouTubers out there. Kind of talk to me what your mission is there. So I'm a very cheap person and I like to save fees because a lot of these crypto services, they will charge a lot in fees and a lot of people don't notice because it's kind yeah. of like hidden either in the spread or it's just like a real small thing in fine print. And a lot of people don't know what they're really getting into. And these exchanges are taking advantage of people. So I've created some tutorials for people to get full value by either saving fees or how to get free cryptocurrency from these educational programs or airdrops. And it's really resonated with the audience. And I think my best videos really focus on the how-to when it comes to um, investing in cryptocurrency or using an exchange, because a lot of other YouTubers don't really do a deep dive on a platform. So I wanted to provide that service to a lot of people who have been having questions. Yeah, I found when I found your channel, I was exploring, uh, we were looking into a lot of the platforms. We get a lot of the platform guys on here on the show. We've had Nexo, Voyager, uh, we've had analysis on Coinbase and, and the likes. Um, and I found your channel when I was really diving into some of the deeper research around fees and you know, some of the services elements in it. So that definitely kind of really enlightened me on uh, some of the deeper dives into this that I think a lot of people don't really, as you said, don't really get into. I want to start off with lowest fee, lowest fee crypto platforms. When you look at the platforms that an average, and let's, let's assume this is not a super beginner investor. Uh, let's talk toward a, a, a crypto investor that has a little bit of experience most likely following our channel, that's who we're going to see. Sure, there's pros out there, but when you look at those platforms, what are you seeing that is really sticking out as um, a great one that you should be looking at very hard? So there's a few things to consider when it comes to exchanges. It's the the trading fees, they'll always display the taker and maker fee. The right. taker fee is just means if you're doing a market order. The uh, maker fee is if you're placing limit orders, so you have your limit sells, limit buys. Mm -hmm. And uh, that creates more liquidity. So you want to use an exchange with a lot of liquidity, low fees, and low withdrawal fees. So it's, it's it kind of adds up depending on where you're going. Now, Coinbase has their Coinbase platform that is targeting the general audience. You've never right. used cryptocurrency before. Super easy to buy. But then the Coinbase Pro platform brings the t fees down by uh, 70%. It's and huge. it's a little more advanced to use, but uh, it's 
pretty much the top platform in the world when it comes to liquidity because they don't have that many coins and they have a lot of users. So even though you might see lower fees on other exchanges, the liquidity for the difference between the buy or sell rate is so low that you'd actually save money with that 0.5% uh, trading fee if you're uh, versus trading on an exchange that has lower liquidity. Right. So there are other exchanges that I also like, um, like Binance, KuCoin, and FTX. FTX has been around for about a year. They have the lowest fees, and they have a U.S. site and a .com site. The U.S. site has limited features as well as, as the Binance U.S. site, and that's due to the regulations that they have to face when dealing with when doing business in the United States. So when you okay, so that that's a really good point. The liquidity aspect of it, at you know, but at the same time, there's kind of this charge right now towards the altcoin farms that are, whether you're going to somewhere like a trade ogre or jumping over to a Voyager has a bigger list. Um, mm -hmm. Where where do you find so? Because if you look at just purely fees, I, I definitely agree. Coinbase seems to be the especially Pro uh, seems to well, Coinbase Pro is is the one that I use the most. Uh, and again, fees are, are a big factor to me because I do a lot of trades. So you're going to get a lot of those <laughs> transaction elements. When you look though to when you're going coin, uh, all coin shopping, uh, the idea is a lot of times those coins aren't available on Coinbase and right. being able, even though they are introducing some new coins. So the Coinbase guys, make sure you, you love us here because I understand you guys are bringing a lot of coins on. But when you look at some of these really um, outliers, uh, Pirate Chain, uh, I mean, you just could go down the list. Yeah, uh, yeah there's like 10,000 different coins. Right. Where would you take a look at saying, all right, what's my next best poison over here to be able to access these altcoins? So it really depends. Um, if you're looking for like uh, what the potential new coin is, you kind of have to, yeah, look at the smaller exchanges. Coinbase mm -hmm. Pro is pretty much the last stop when it comes to exchanges because right. that's the most exclusive listing. Like anytime a coin uh, is announced or is uh, listed on Coinbase Pro, there's like an automatic 50% pump. So that's what investors are looking for. They're looking for the coins that aren't on Coinbase Pro yet because mm -hmm. of that potential. And right. for myself, I look kind of all over the place. Um, one great source is Masari.io. They have all the different listings of different groups like Binance Labs, Coinbase Ventures, Alameda Research Labs, and it shows the projects that they're investing in, the, co the different coins, how they've been performing. And these are on... Uh, smaller exchanges at the moment and haven't been um, uplisted to these bigger exchanges. So you have right. the highest potential of the, uh, gains there if it's a project that's doing well right. and is uh, yeah, actually making progress. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so altcoins, I think when you when you look at altcoins and kind of the research behind it, I, it's good that you uh, dive into that in terms of the project side because I think that's one of the things that is missing in a lot of the early investor research a lot of times they're just going after the headlines of what's what's mm -hmm. hot whether you you know you're chasing ethereum or cardano or any of those types of coins that are you now that are getting a lot of press when you look for a platform at the same time also your shopping list are there any mm -hmm. criteria that you kind of set out and say hey these are the things one that i want to do with my goals toward acquiring these potential altcoins uh, they need to be this and doing these things. I mean, obviously, we just 
you know, Elon dropped a bomb into the uh, crypto pool last night, <laughs> which yeah, is probably yeah. going to <laughs> accelerate some altcoins that are very sustainable. What are your what are what's your shopping uh, criteria when you go out and look for for things like that? So first of all, I look at the market cap. I want to make sure it's under $1 billion. Uh, okay. When a coin hits about a $1 billion market cap, that makes it more difficult to start hitting those 10x numbers. Mm -hmm. um, you could still make a significant amount of money. But if you're going for like a longer shots uh, investment, I look for coins that, under, uh, coins that are under a billion dollars, uh, yep. a $1 billion market cap. So I start there, and then I look if the project has been around for at least a year. I avoid projects that have been around for less than that because a lot have been popping up since the uh, crypto bull market that started last year. And right. a lot of them kind of just have uh, vaporware and uh, a roadmap. So roadmaps are the most dangerous things. Uh, that's what they're showing uh, consumers rather than a product. So uh, if they don't have an actual substantial product that you can use, I avoid it. I need to see a platform. I need to see like that they've worked on this for at least a year. I need to see some uh, like real development in what they've been doing and that they have something I can use. So yeah. those are my biggest factors. Um, it's not the biggest factor for a lot of other people. And I've been also missing out on those gains on coins that do nothing but have excellent marketing. We won't say the word. Arf. <laughs> yeah. and all I, related coins to that <laughs> to that yeah shiba inu you name it uh even though i saw the uh recently that the um uh founder of uh eth was kind of uh dissing on the uh the altcoin meme going after dogecoin here recently so it was kind of kind of funny the players be playing that's for sure um he did something good with that money though like uh he, yeah that exactly money went to like a good cause, so yeah he regifted yeah. it was a good it was a good move um, mm -hmm. definitely. All right. So, okay. So I want to pick your brain on that. When you look at, uh, so you've been looking at these kinds of scenarios for a while. Has there been some, let's talk about some of the things you've had wins on. Did you see, uh, wins in Doge or did you take a look at pirate chain? Where, where, what were some of the coins that you kind of were using that process and were able to succeed with? Uh, probably one of uh, my biggest gains that I did research on and uh, was really lucky that it picked up was Nexo. So when you, uh, I saw an interview with you yep. and the yep. uh, CEO from Nexo, I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I've, I've been watching this guy. I've been watching his updates. Uh, I'm a Nexo user. I've been seeing that their platform develop. So it's one of those things. It's kind of like you invested in something early, you see the yeah. platform grow, and then it pays off uh as an investor. So yeah. Nexo is an excellent example. Um, there's a few other ones that I've also seen grown, but they haven't um, surpassed their all-time highs yet. KuCoin is one of them. Uh, mm -hmm. I just really like them because they're an uh, exchange where they don't require KYC, which means anyone can use it. Uh, and that they've been develop developing their platform, and I really love their app. Not really plugging them. I'm just saying that their app is really good when you're buying or using um, leverage trading because you mm -hmm. can set up the stop losses very easy, the take profits, the um, amount you want to buy or sell. It's split up into percentages that adjust by the price, which is really smart that Binance isn't doing it. So if like a price is fluctuating and you put 100%, you don't have to modify your 
amount. Ah. It will always readjust to 100%. If you want to uh, adjust the price, it, it changes it for you. So it's that's like little things like that I really like. Yeah, I like that. That's a that's a nice feature. I didn't realize KuCoin uh, was doing that, so I, I got to check that out a little bit deeper. Uh, all right, so let's let's talk about wallet, uh, the wallet side of this. When you look at these platforms, these exchanges, are there certain things you like in an exchange when it comes to wallet functionality, transfers, you know, to and from banks, being able to get liquidity uh, quickly? What are your what are some of the the one two threes uh, on your list of making sure that an exchange has? So I like to make sure an exchange has insurance and that they haven't been hacked before. So those are mm-hmm. the big things for me. Uh, Hotbit was hacked, I think, like a few weeks ago, and I was part of that. But luckily, I had a very, very small amount of uh, tokens on there. It was just Hotbit exchange tokens, just because exchange tokens were hot. I was like, all right, let, let me get some here. I'm going to leave it there. But uh, that's kind of up in the air if I'm going to get those coins back or not uh, at the moment. So uh, one of the things I look for is, yeah, if the exchange has insurance, I look at the exchange withdrawal fees, if it makes sense to even withdraw those coins. So let's say Binance, uh, typically there's like a $30 withdrawal fee if you're withdrawing any ERC-20 token. If you have $1,000 in there, that's a 3% fee. Does it really make sense to take it out right now? And you kind of have to consider all these different things. And as far as wallets, um, I use either Coinbase wallet or Trust wallet because it's really easy to connect with dApps. I know there's hardware wallets. I don't like them. I have them. I don't like them because mm-hmm. uh, they're inconvenient compared to uh, these wallet app, like wallet phone apps. Yeah, I like that. And we're going to get into some wallets. Let's. I want to go into uh, some of the platforms themselves because I know you. Um, you're not a big lover of Voyager. Kind of talk to me why Voyager? Because we've we here within our own studio, we've kind of been testing with Voyager and doing some things with Voyager. There's some benefits, obviously, with the amount of gains and things like that, that they kind of fly over you on the percentage uh, paid out to you for your crypto parking. Where do you see Voyager playing into, say, a KuCoin or a Binance and the likes of a Coinbase? Well, I I actually really wanted to like Voyager, but all the little things kind of added up for me where I was like, I got to give this honest review because... If you give a positive review of like Voyager, you get referral fees, but it just added up to me to the point was like, got to be honest, this platform needs improvements. Uh, there are things I'd like to see changed. The uh, spread is very diverse depending on what coin it is, the amount you can withdraw. Sometimes you can't even withdraw a coin. It, it just has to stay there and you don't find out until after you have it. So it's 3% in, another 3% to resell. And uh, a, cu- a couple other things kind of uh, uh, made it an exchange I didn't want to use. Now, their right. app is excellent at tracking your PNL, um, where things are going. It's great for news. I really love that. And if they make you know some improvements on uh, at least their uh, at least more transparent with the the fees that they kind of roll into the trades, I would like it much more. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the the scenario that we have discovered is with Voyager, and and I like Steve and what they're doing over there. The team is really solid at Voyager. I have a feeling that they're they're trying to fix a lot of these things. Now, the fee side of it, that's just basically a business model that eventually you're going to have to reassess how you make money because that's mm-hmm. you know when you look at the value proposition you're trying to bring to the market, 
you're going to have to get pretty competitive. I always thought when we did the analysis on Coinbase when they went IPO, um, I really felt like we were going to see a race to zero, much like what we've seen in the trading, you know, the trading apps, the Robin Hoods of the world where they're, you know, they're making money on, you know, the order flow. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's uh, a potential for that to occur to get these fees down coming in the future with either pressure from someone like Gemini or other big boys that could really kind of push everybody to move to lower fees? Absolutely. Uh, Binance US is in progress. They're not doing a great job on their US side yet. And it seems like that might, you know, I'm, I haven't I've just seen rumors and stuff. I haven't seen actual news, but it could be due to regulation. So mm-hmm. it makes it more difficult for them to um, really process users as fast, get uh, uh, get approval for a certain amount of coins, certain amount of features, which is why their US site is limited to just spot trading. Whereas the Binance, uh, Binance.com site gives you so many features, uh, like a full suite of any type of trading you want to do or even educational stuff. Yeah. So Have you seen... I do see. Go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead and hit uh, that. No, no. I, I lost I... it. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, you kind of triggered something with me is, is when you look at Binance and, and kind of this aspect of... Uh, you know, VPNs, things of that nature, being able to trade on platforms inside the U.S. that you can't access or they highly, mm-hmm. you know, guard against you should be accessing it. Have you seen uh, people around the world really utilizing those kinds of tool sets to get access to some of these exchanges? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, a lot of people ask me. I've seen them on Reddit, too. Uh, but there are it is getting more difficult. So I don't recommend it unless you have access to an international passport. Uh, I got, I got burned with FTX.com. So FTX.com, um, you're, you can use it, uh, if you're on a VPN, but they only Mm. let you withdraw up to $1,000 total. If you're not Mm. a verified user, Uh, I was very lucky that my wife is Taiwanese and I just had her approve the account. Interesting. I like it. Okay, so we've talked about uh, kind of the uh, the lowest fee crypto platforms, why you like certain platforms, others. Um, do you feel like there could be a shuffle in the platforms themselves in terms of the potential, let's, you know, let's call it the, the crypto quality score of one to 10? Uh, you know, Coinbase seems to be the gold standard right now, but do you see others that are, you know, nipping at their heels that we need to kind of maybe watch for uh, coming up in the oh. next year or two? Oh, I'd say Robinhood. If Robinhood is doing a crypto wallet, if they're adding more coins in the future, mm-hmm. a lot of traders uh, bought Doge there because that's the easiest place for them to access it. They can't get it right. on Coinbase. They couldn't get it on Gemini before. Uh, people were uh, flocking to uh Robinhood just to buy coins. So yeah. I do see a lot of users there. I see a lot of potential growth and Robinhood likes money. They're going to uh, pr- start supporting as much crypto as they can. 